This is Gemara and Bitzah Daf Chof Hey. All the learning for this month, the month of Tishrei, has been sponsored as a Chosur for Shlema for Shlemim and Yutim Hashem. He should have a continued recovery, as well as this week, as we conclude the week of Sukkot, has been generously sponsored as a Chosili Neshama for Zahava Bastavad Alevi, whose yardse was on Zayin Tishrei. Of course, all our Chaylim should have a tremendous Rufuah Shlema Shmuel Yosef and Yerfeid and Menim Avega Chaim Rishon Shem Simon Reis Asar Bas Kenendol Ita Bas Simon Bas Chaysay Solu Bendu Lezer Bas Shalei Shem Bas Nami Bas Shavim Sheyachan Shmuel Tzim Din Chamezim Chaim Bizin as well as We pick it up on the top of Chof Hey Amid Aleph. First, a bit of an apology. I'm sorry, the staff did not get up before Shabbos. My apologies. And a little bit of internet issues here upstate. So it might be a drop late, but Amir Tasham will get it up the next half and hopefully the ones before Yantif. So let's take it up. Omar Rabba Barahuna, we are two lines from the top. Chavei Amir Aleph, Beitza, moving along in the third parak. Omar Rabba Rabuna, Omar Ha'asukar, Asoycher, Amasamayim, Me'erev Yantif. If someone plugs up a canal before Yantif, Ulamachar, and the next day on Yantif, what happens? Hishkim, he gets up early, Umatzma Dagim. And he finds fish in his canal, a little fish pond. He plugs it up and wonderful, Yontif morning, fresh fish. How amazing. What is the status of these fish? Says Arbarachana, Mutarim, those fish are motor. Amar Avchista says Avchista Midivir Rabbeinu for the words of Rabbeinu for the words of Rav. No more we can learn the Chayoshikinanabipardes. Says Rav Chista, if a chayo, if a wild animal made a home in a paradise, in an orchard, and what happens? And it gives birth there. So if a little baby chayo, what's the status of that chayo? Says Rav Chista, you don't have to prepare that. You don't have to designate that animal who was born before Yantif. You're allowed to shecht that animal on Yantif. Amar Rav Nachlan, says, what are you talking about? Nafal Chavrin Baravasa, our friend Rav Chista Chavrin, he fall into uh, it's a big machlekes. How can you say that you're learning from Rav? That if an animal is born in Arab Yantif, you'll have a shechtit. Says Rav Nachman, what are you talking about? First, the Gemara interjects, Yami, some explain it was Amar Rav Rav Huna, it wasn't Rav Chista, but it was Rav Rav Huna, and he said, Rabbi Ravuna was one that said that we learned that halacha of So either it's Rav Chista or it's Rabbi Ravuna. And what are they learning? They're learning a diak from the previous din of Rav that if a chaya gives birth in Arab Yantif, that animal automatically, intrinsically is prepared for Yantif and you don't have to do anything else. Now, back to the rebuttal, back to the words of Rav Nachman, Amr Rav Nachman, our friend Rabbi Ravuna has fallen into a debate. So again, whether it's Rav Chista or Rabbi Ravuna, Rav Nachman, takes issue with this ruling. And now the Gemara explains the difference between this case and the aforementioned case of Rav. Hosam explains the Gemara like Avin Maisa. Over there by the Numar animal, did you do anything? When this Chayyad gave birth in Arab Yantif, you did nothing. The animal just gave birth. But Ahalcha, what was the case of Rav that we started off with today? The case was Asaykir Amas Amayim in the third line. The case was that you plugged up, you did a Maisa. You did something on Arab Yantif. So says Ram Nachman, Ahalcha, Maisa. So how could you learn and extra- extrapolate one from the other? Again, Rav said, Allah, if you plug up a fish pond, whatever fish comes into the air, Good to go. You don't have to worry about it. Eat on Yontif to your heart's content. Says Rav Chista, says Rav Ravuna, the same halacha is if an animal 
gives birth an Arab Yontif, it's automatically hazmana, it's automatically prepared for Yontif. Says Rav Nachman, there's a tremendous difference. By the fish pond, you did something, you prepared it. Over here, you didn't do anything, it happened all by itself. Now the Gemara continues. So not only did we ask a question on the case of the Chaya giving birth, now the Gemara goes back and the Gemara says, what exactly is this halach of the chayyah? Velobai zimun does it not need zimun? Velatanya does it not need to be designated? Velatanya chayyah shekin nabebar de srichal ezamein. So first we ask the first question the Gemara asks is on the diuk. The first question the Gemara asks is sorry about that. Oh, okay, one more time. The first question the Gemara asks is on the diuk that the case of the Chaya giving birth is not the same as the fish pond. That was question number one. Question number two is on the din itself. Is that we have a Brisa that contradicts it. The Brisa says that the the Chaya that makes its home in the orchard and gives birth. You have to designate it before Yantif. And similarly, this Brisa continues. If we have a roaming bird, you have to clip its wings. So that it doesn't Come confused with its mother. And this was Eidos, this was a Braisa that was said over in front of Shemaya and Avtalion. So says the Gemara, we have two problems with this halacha of Rav Chista or Rav Ravuna. Either, first of all, it doesn't exactly equate to the din of Rav. And second of all, it's a Befeyush of Braisa that was said over Befeyush of Shemaya and Avtalion that says not this way. Answers the Gemara, the obvious answer I'm sorry, you are incorrect. And if a chayah gives birth in Arab Yantif, it has to be lezamin, it has to be set aside and designated for Yantif usage. Says the Gemara, let's go a bit further into this chayah giving birth. We ask again, does it actually have to be mezamin? Do you actually have to designate it? Both admit that if one designated birds in a nest, and what happens with Matzalaf Neyakein, this goes all the way back to the beginning of the Mesechta, and you find the birds in front of the cane, in front of the nest. What is Allah Surim? And we explain by Medvar Mamurim, one of the forbidden, that's only in a case of the dove coat or a dove coat in the attic in the Aliyah, or or a case of Sipayrim, or these birds, that they were placed in Tvichim, which are Jars of a bira of a larger house of a mansion. Avol explains the brisa. If we have geese, if we have chickens, or we have yoinim of hardis, or number four, of course, these are the critical words. What is the din says the brisa? The first brisa Shemayin of Talion said one halacha says the brisa over here. Mutarin vein srichen zimon, and they do not have to be designated. Now the price continues. See, but there are srichel kash v'knafel. You have to clip its wings. You have to tie them up. And similarly, if birds that were tied up or they were hat, they were used before yantif. If it's in the houses, if it's in the pools, if it's in the ditches, if it's in the caves, mutarin they are permitted. Ubi but if they're in the trees, uh, Surin, then they are forbidden. For what reason?
reason explains the Gemara in the first white line, Shema Ya Leviyitlesh, you might go up into a tree, and you're going to come to break off a branch, of course, a totally different thing, similar to why you're not going to ride an animal, but it's nothing to do with our discussion. But what do we see very clearly? This is a Bryce that says that Srichal is Amin, let's go back and just highlight those words. It said four lines in the wide lines, it said, that was one Braisa, whereas the Braisa in Shemaya of Italian said the other way. Says the Gemara further into this Braisa, if they're tied, if they're used for Yantif, they're forbidden for a different reason, because you cannot steal. So now we have a steer in Braisas. If we were to summarize the Ahmed until we have to now, we start off with dinner of Rap. You have, a, you have a, a canal that you plugged it up, the fish are mother. Came long Rav Chista, came long Rav Rav Huna. What is the status of a chayah? A wild animal makes its home in an orchard, gives birth an heir of Yantif. Is that animal intrinsically prepared for Yantif? Or do you have to be Mizami? Do you have to designate it? Said Rav Chista, said Rav Huna, just like the case of the fish, it's mother. You don't need to designate it. Ask the Gemara. We have a price that they said over of Neshamayan and Aftalion, that you have to be Mizami. Says the Gemara, one second. We have another Brahisa that says, you don't have to be mezamin. You don't have to designate it. So we have contradictory prices. We have the din of Rav Chizam, Rav Rav Huna, says the Gemara, Amar Rav Nachman, Laikasha, Ba. Don't ask a question for the second b'risa. When the second b'risa said, you do not have to designate it, that's referring to the newborn animal. When the first b'risa said, you have to designate it, that was referring to the mami. Ask the Gemara one second. What's going on? The mother, if you designate it, you say, that animal I'm going to use for yant, if that suffices, then in yant, if you can go take it and shakht it, say, what's going on? You're going to have to trap it. You can't can't trap it on your auntie. Says Gemara, you're right. Tell him around the Achbar. It's like Edi Edi Bidi Da. The bull talking about the baby, and we have contradicting prices. Do you have to be mezamin? Do you have to designate it? Says the Gemara, Habegina Smuchaliir, Habegina Sheinai Smuchaliir. When the second price says you do not have to designate it, that's a garden. That's near the town. And therefore, automatically, we assume that which is born, we assume that there are people that know about it in the town, and they planned on using it for Yantif, so that automatic is like a implied and implicit designation. Or if it's not near the city, then it's not. That is the sugya of designating an animal that was born on Arab Yantif. Says the Gemara, now we continue with further into the halachas of when you let a shecht an animal on Yantif or not, and now, excuse me, till now we spoke about the trapping the animal, now we go into the shechita, the slaughtering of the animal on Yantif. Says the Mishnah, of Hayam and Aleph towards the bottom. You have an animal that's a musukan, it's dangerously ill, it might die any moment. What's going on over here is you see an animal, uh-oh, that animal looks like he's about to kick, and you're all nervous. If the animal dies, of course, it becomes an avela, and then you can't eat it. So you want to go and you want to shecht it before it dies. The question is, you really aren't shechting it for yant if you're shechting it to save the animal. Says the Mishnah, if you have time, that you can eat a kezayis tzli, that you can roast a piece of the meat after the shechit and then eat it, then it's fine. But if you don't have the time for that, then you're not allowed to shecht it. Rav Kiva, I'm a bit more lenient. It's enough, even if you could take a piece of chunk of meat raw from the place that you slaughter it, place of the shechita, that's enough, even if you can't roast it. Next case in the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, if you shecht an animal out in the fields, you're not... Oh, and we're having light issues today. I'm sorry. Oh, there it goes.
One more time. Okay, apologies. Says the Mishnah, second halacha. Shachta b'sad, if you shachta in the field, what's the halacha? Lo yavienu b'mait u b'maita. You now let it carry you back on a pole or a different type of pole. Rather, you have to take it in your hands piece by piece. We'll see in the Gemara, this is more that it looks like a weekday activity, and we'll get to there in a few moments. Actually, Rashi, ready? We'll just peek at Rashi. Rashi points out in the third by line, on Yontif, two people with a big pole carrying back your animal. That's a zilzil, you cannot do it. Says the Gemara, you have to skin you have to dismember an oila, carbon oila, vuadin likitzavim. And the same is true for a katzah, for a, a butcher. Interesting, Allah says the Gemara, when the Torah says, before you bring a carbon, you have to skin the animal, and you got to cut up into pieces. And says, the same is for a butcher. What does that mean? Says the Gemara, mikan lamda Torah heads. The Torah teaches us good midas. It's not proper. Don't think an animal, shechta, and grab a piece of meat and eat it. Don't do that. Wait. Skin the animal. Dismember the animal. And eat it like a mensch. Says the Gemara, Lafuke mai. What are you coming to teach me? Kamash Malan. Excuse me. Lafuke or not Lafuke or my Kamash Malan. What's the Chiddush? Lafuke mit Ravuna. You're coming to say not like Ravuna. What's Ravuna? Says the Gemara. Dam Ravuna. An animal, when it's alive, we always assume it's forbidden. It wasn't shechted yet. At You don't know if it's a kosher animal. You don't know if it's a trefa. You don't know how it's shechted. Once you shechted, then you can assume that it is uh, allowed to be in unless you know that it was a trefa. So you might think that what did Rabbi Baraba say? Do you have to skin it and you have to dismember it? You know what it's telling me? It's telling me you have to check the animal. It's telling me don't just assume it's kosher. You did a good shechita. Wait, is it a trefa? Is there a defect in the lung, etc.? So comes Rabbi Baraba, skin it. Cut it up, and of course, in the process, you're going to check the animal. Maybe that's the the chiddush of Rami Baram. Maybe that's the Chiddush of Rami Bar Abba. Ask the Gemara one more time. We're having technical difficulties today. Apologies. Ask the Gemara. We learned but we learned. A Mishnah like Ravuna that's not like we learned in the Mishnah of Kiva Aimer. What did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said you let to rip out a piece from the place of slaughter. Clearly, you don't have to dismember, you don't have to skin it. So why are you telling me you have to check to make sure it's not a trefa? My love is because my is you rip it out from the place of the shita. Says Merlai, me makim shetoivachas achilasa. You know what it refers to? The place where the animal breaks down the food. Tevachas achilasa, referring to the digestive system, referring to the you have to actually check thoroughly the animal. Says the Gemara asking further on the last white line. Actually, the last line of the Amid, she says, no, it meant right from there. Hello, Rami Barabba, says the Gemara, you know what's going on over here. Turning over to Chavayim the Beis. You know what Rami Barabba is teaching us? He's teaching us manners. Like we learned in the rice. Don't chomp down an onion. Don't chomp down on garlic from its head, from the top. Rather from the sides, the bottom, the leaves. 
And if you do, you're a glutton. That's not a way to eat. Eat like a mensch. Don't eat from the top, eat from the bottom. Similarly, you don't take a cup and throw down the whole cup in one swig. If you do that, you are a gargun, you're a guzzler. So similarly, our Mishnah, we're teaching the same halacha, it's the nice way of eating. You first dismember, you first skin your animal, and then you eat it like a mensch. That's the Chiddush of Rami Tanur Abanan, once they're on the theme of their Haaretz, the Gemara goes on a bit of a tangent. Tanur Abanan, five lines on the top. If you drink a couple at once, you're a gozzler. Shnayim, you drink it in two swigs. That's a nice way to drink. But if you sip it, then that's kaisa, that's kaiva. What are you sipping it? That's too much. So to balance, you have to know. And of course, we'll just point out whether this works in our conventional drinking habits. Not 100% clear, but of course, everyone will agree that to take a massive cup and guzzle it down, that would be a problem. Mekata regleam ichatsuva cuts the legs of the wicked, which is so talking about a type of a root that goes all the way down, and this is going to be. Uh, an issue. There is she, uh, the, excuse me, cuts down the, le- the w- legs of the wicked. Mitia, the young trees. Makate raglei the ketzvaya. Cut the legs of the butcher. What's this? First of the young trees, one who doesn't wait for our law. Means you don't have any patience. No sablonot. So that's kate raglei the ketzvaya. It cuts the legs of the butcher. So who eats without skinning and dismembering the animal. Like we saw, I'm not making sure it's a treifa. With the barley need certainly similarly one who cannot wait for his wife to be tar. And he's barley and she's a nidachas v'shalom, is in the same category. Tarmusa, which is a type of uh, vegetable, a root that has to be cooked seven times, mekatoraglayim disaneim shal Yisrael, referring to Klai Yisrael themselves. Shinemar, as the Pazik says, Yisif b'nei Yisrael, lasa sarab b'nei Hashem, v'yavdu, they did wicked in front of Hashem, and they served the Baal, and they served the Ashtaris, different type of Voidazara. They serve all these different gods. And they did not serve him. Says the Gemara, wow, lengthy Psokim. Once it told me that they left Hashem, of course, if you leave God, you're not serving God. So what does the boss emphasize? They left God. They didn't serve him. You know what it teaches us? Even this tourmist, even this type of food, you boil it seven times. But after seven times, you eat it. becomes sweet. They eat it as a dessert. Yet, my children did not do that. Even after all the Vaidazara says Hashem, they did not come back to me. Says the Gemara Tana Mishmaidra why was Khalisal given the Taira? Because they're strong willed. Says in the Mimina from his right hand, Ishdas is the fiery law. These people, Klai Yisrael, they're fit for them to give the law Ish in fire, the, the strong willed. The laws of these people are Ish like fire. did I receive the Torah? They have no one would be able to stand in front of Klai Yisrael due to their will. Final Dumber Shim and Lakish Kimlazin Haini Israel, the three strong willed people, the Umas Kela, the Umas. 
excuse me, Gimel Azinhin, Yisrael Umais, Kla Yisrael amongst the uh, nations are strong world, Kelev Bechayus, the dog amongst the wild animals, Tarnagol Ba'ifais, the Tarnagol amongst the chickens, the Yishayimrim, and some even say on the first white line, Af Eiz Bebehim Adaka, the goat. Amongst the small animals, the Yishayimrim sons say, Avselaf Bilan is the caper bush amongst the trees. And again, that was a bit of a segue once we got into Derek Haaretz. We got a bit off tangent. And now we get back to our Sigya of Shachta Basad Eloviyana Bemoit. And we'll conclude this today. Said the end of the Mishnah, if you shecht in the field, don't bring it in the pole, don't bring it in two people. Avshamilsa, not Yomtev Dik. It's a Zilzul Yomtev to carry it home that way. Says the Gemara Tanarabanan, second white line, Einasuma Yaitzibimakaloi. Says the Gemara, we just learned the biggie, biggie site that it's not necessarily usher, it's just not proper, it's not, not yontif dick, it's a zilzul yontif. Says the Gemara, similarly, if a suma, a blind person, the Mepharshim explained, doesn't mean he's fully blind, it means he doesn't really need his walking stick. You're not let to walk out with your walking stick on yontif, because again, it's a zilzul to carry it. And nearly, neither could a shepherd go out with his pouch, the shepherd pouch. You can't carry out a person on a chair, a man or a woman. Again, these are actions which aren't in the in the manner of Yantif. It's a zilzul of Yantif. And again, how incredible to learn such sigyas on Yantif itself. Ask the Gemara, is it true what you just said? There was an old man. And he used to go out with his folding seats. We see you're allowed to carry it. They asked if this guy's carrying his chair. It's okay. He needs to go to Shir. He's a Zakin. He's not a Chacham. People need him. Don't worry about it. And the Rabbanim relied on the words of Achishakiyah. I brought out Rabuna from these places. I brought out Marshmuel from these different places. So we see all these big Gedalim, they all went and they were carrying people on chairs. Of course, they didn't have cars and one and they would carry the Tamil Chachamim, so we see you're allowed to. But you just told me that you're not allowed to carry out someone in Yantif. Answers the Gemara, Hasim Gedamar Taimba over there. It's like we explained the reason. Am I a Rabbim Srikham my motor? That's why. It's not really motor. Clients don't need this Zakin. That's why it's allowed. Amram Nachman, the Chamabarad, the Shlech Sibon, Kisalkil Hassan said that when you go, I sent a messenger to Tlatziyan. Kisal Gulasa, when you go up to Eretz Yisrael, Akif Vizil Asulma Ditsor, you should detour. And you should go up the steps of Sur, Vizil Gabi Rabbi Yaakov Eidi. Go to Rabbi Yaakov Eidi. Obaiminen, ask him this question, this pressing question. Kisei Matun Bey, are you allowed to use this chair to carry people on the Antif? Adaz Lassa, once he got there, Nachmav Shedi Rabbi Yaakov Eidi, Rabbi Yaakov Eidi, unfortunately, already was Nifter. Kisal Gash Chedi Rabbi Zriki, found Rabbi Zriki. Amrlei Kisei Matun Bey, what's the status? Are you allowed to use these chairs on the Antif? Amrlei Achim Rabbi Ami, Obavachli Yikatif. You're allowed to carry the person, but you can't do a shoulder on the chair. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's a certain way of carrying the arm over arm, a certain way of carrying on the shoulder that you can't do. To carry in a chair is one thing, to carry in this manner you cannot. Ask the Gemara, allowed Yalta to be carried out in this manner on the shoulders. Shiny Yalta to be, so she was scared, so they let her, but you're really not supposed to. 
would do a similar thing carrying the shoulders and Shabbos in order to go not Shabbos but during the Yantif in order to go to the Shear again because he was afraid they allowed him to carry in that way because there's so many people they are pushing that's what allowed them to carry in the shoulders of course whether we have these levels of Zilzal these particular practices not, practices, not necessarily but we certainly see the Yisoy that you have to be careful the Zilzal not to do weekly activities not to do activities that aren't necessarily in the moment in the manner of Yantif and Mirchem will pick up for the Mishnah tomorrow.